the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Mary Jihad Eve. In case you haven't heard, Khalid Mashal, a Hamas leader who lives where a lot of the Hamas big shots apparently live, Qatar, where CMU, by the way, has a branch campus for some reason, is calling for a day of jihad around the world tomorrow. He said Muslims should, quote, send the message of rage to Zionists and to America. There are lots of people on X, or used to be Twitter, with lots of followers warning people to stay away from big cities, airports, and shopping malls tomorrow. Then there's Congressman Matt Gates who tweeted, quote, Americans are armed and will not be intimidated. Kind of makes you love the Second Amendment. Glad we have it, doesn't it? It makes you wonder why a country like Israel doesn't have an equivalent to our Second Amendment. Only 2% of Israeli citizens own guns. Now, you would think that 98% would, especially after what we saw happened on Saturday. Do you think Hamas would have felt as safe flying paragliders over an outdoor concert in, say, Texas, as they did in Israel, and then opening fire on people? And what happens if there are some terrorist attacks in the U.S. tomorrow, and the attackers are people who came over the border illegally and easily because of Joe Biden? How will they blame that one on Donald Trump? Maybe Mr. Mashal was talking mostly to Muslims in the countries surrounding Israel. Maybe there's nothing to worry about, but maybe not. And maybe there are cells around the country waiting for the word. There are lots of former intelligence workers out there who are flat out predicting that someday soon there will be a wave of terrorist attacks in major cities around the country. Maybe now would be a good time for Americans who have never owned a gun to think about getting one. And when we come back... Black Lives Matter has come out in support of Hamas. Black Lives Matter Chicago even put out a tweet with a picture of a paraglider on it. And when we come back, we'll have some, uh, someone from Project 21 Black Leadership Network to talk about the stupidity of that. And then in our second half hour, we'll have Riley Gaines, who's become the leading spokeswoman in the country, speaking out against the stupidity of men competing against women in sports. She had an interesting experience during her trip to Penn State a couple of days ago. Stick around. Well, Black Lives Matter has come a long way. It started as an organization to speak out against uh, police brutality, and now it's a Marxist organization that's out there supporting Hamas after what happened in Israel on Saturday. David L. Lowry, Jr. of the Project 21 Black Leadership Network, is co-pastor of Chicago's Fernwood Community Outreach Church, and he joins us now. Pastor, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Thank you, John. First, let me give all praises to God and my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for making it possible to be here today. Okay, uh, and how does th- this statement uh, from the Indianapolis chapter, chapter help the cause of black people? The hyster- This is what it said. The heroic Palestinian people have the right to resist their racist, white supremacist, land-stealing, Zionist occupiers, and that's followed by, I stand with Palestine. How does that 
uh, help the cause of anybody, much less black people? Well, first of all, let me talk, tell the American people and patriots across this country. Black Lives Matter has been a terrorist group ever since they began with Michael Brown. They were endorsed by Barack Obama. And now we can see exactly what they tried to do in this country. And now what has happened in Israel is because Black Lives Matter committed terrorist acts here in this country. And, and, and let me say this. We have to hold Joe, the Joe Biden administration accountable for this. Had he not given that money to a to Iran, the $6 billion, which they used to attack Israel with, now America has blood on its hands. Black Lives Matter was part of the, of the Liberal Party. As you can remember, they got uh, over a billion dollars out of the taxpayers, companies, athletes, all sorts of organizations, American organizations, funded a terrorist group that said that they were trying to help the black community. One penny has ever been put into the black community. There's been no, no type of structure, nothing. The owner, Patrice, ended up buying mansions all over the country out of taxpayer dollars that we donated to them. So we funded a terrorist group, and now it's in the open. How dare Black Lives Matter say, well, this is only Chicago. Black Lives Matter all across this country right now. They, the feds should be raiding their offices. They should be taken up to jail. How could you endorse a terrorist country that have killed babies, went the door-to-door raping women and children? And they celebrating this against the American people who funded them? To the American people and patriots across this country, if we don't stop right now and stand, if we don't get this Biden administration out, we're in trouble because, listen to this, the borders have been open for almost two years. They have allowed all sorts of terrorist fractions to get into this country more than what we know. They are already positioned in places to attack us. So for them to be so brazen to attack Israel, and I just had um, uh, Dr. Susan Michaels, she's head of the International Christian Embassy in Jerusalem. I asked her about what's the purpose of uh, Jerusalem and, and Israel for to the United States. She said because of the technology and all the stuff that they bring to the table, they're supposed to have the American country back and all of that. But I got to question that because if you got all this technology, you got these spies, you got the best technology in the world, drones and all that, how did you get attacked? She yeah. couldn't answer that. That's because who's ever here in the United States have been working with those people over there, and this was allowed to happen. Joe Biden wanted $30 billion from the Ukraine. But when the oversight committee said he couldn't have it, guess what? Two days later, we got a war in Israel. Yeah, and The well, American people need to start thinking about that's pretty odd. Well, do you, you think so? Oh, yeah. But uh, my question, though, for you is um, what you just said about Black Lives Matter and what it actually is and what a lot of people believe it is and the difference between the two. Is this a case of um, an organization evolving into what you just described, or was it this? Is this what it was from day one? This what it was from the very day one. Their mission was to destroy this country, along with Barack Obama, with the same-sex marriage in our schools. The transgenders. They was getting so much money. They've been funding all sorts of other groups, but they haven't been funding any black groups. 
They've used every black law enforcement killing a black man, and they've made millions of dollars off of that. And so we have, we funded a terrorist group right here in our own backyard. I think about all the money that all these corporations gave Black Lives Matter. And now they've shown their hand because they got the money. We can't get it back. So now they're probably helping these people that have come here. See, with the borders open, John, this is the truth. Well, this America is America's in trouble. Because yeah. I can tell you this. This is how I see it. This is what God showed me. This is what's going to happen. We are about to be attacked on this soil. American blood is going to run on this soil. Organizations like Black Lives Matter have helped the Palestinians get in key places. What's going to happen is they're going to knock one of these grids or two out in the United States. Then a war is going to ensue here. The big picture is this. If this country is at war, we can't have an election. So guess what, people? All of y'all voted for Joe Biden. We're going to have to keep him until the war is over, until we can have elections. That's what they're trying to do. That's what this is about. So if the American people right now don't come to their senses of common sense and realize that we are already in a war, they are already on our soil, and I think it's time for us to start getting ammo, we need to get food, we need to get water, because before the next election, this country is going to be attacked. Well, there are a lot of serious people uh, saying that. It's not just uh, hyperbole. There are lots of people uh, with intelligence um, experience saying that it's inevitable, it's, uh, it's uh, going to happen. Um, but, you know, just to get back to, to Black Lives Matter for a second, the Chicago chapter included a picture of a paraglider on their message that said, I stand with Palestine. As everybody knows, they used paragliders to attack um, exactly. hundreds, if not thousands, of um, of, pe- of young people at a concert in Israel. Uh, just the um, uh, just the stupidity of it has to has to is mind boggling. That they, if you're, if, if even if you do believe that, and you sincerely believe that that you know that you you support Hamas, you might want to shut up about it for a week or so before you come out. It's just dumb well, this is, on top of everything else. This is- this is the disrespect that Black Lives Matter gained when they were able to destroy American cities, burn, loot, and kill during the COVID time. That's why they get, and then they got all this money. So they don't respect American lives. They just used us to get rich. This, the Chicago chapter here, they're using Black Lives Matters to do these uh, with our kids, the takeovers. They've been teaching them that. And I've been telling folks all the time, Black Lives Matter is a terrorist group. They have been and always will be. But we see it now. How could you support terrorists who kill babies, cut their heads off, rape women? All of this happening over there in Israel is going to happen in this country because they're opening the door. Let me say this, John. I'm sitting here fighting with one of my constituents here in Illinois, Mr. Terry Newsom. He went to the schools. And he protested about the homosexuality they was teaching his kids. Do you know that they put that parent on a terror list? They've raided his house. They've done everything only because he went to the school and said, I don't want my kids to learn about homosexuality. But yet you have an organization that promotes it, that promotes hating Americans. They've already showed us that. And you won't put them on the terrorist list. That's the first thing Joe Biden should have did. 
when they opened their mouth and supported Hamas. They should say, guess what? We need to shut their offices down. The IRS need to start pulling that money in. And then we need to start putting them in prison because they're traitors. Mm-hmm. Well, they're, they're traitors to this country, and that's treason. Well, they're kind of busy uh, chasing uh, devout Catholics who want to have a Latin mass. They're, they're the dangerous people that uh, Joe Biden's... That's a distraction. Yeah. Uh, All of that is distractions. To the American people and patriots across this country, we need to gird ourselves. We need to start preparing because people like Black Lives Matter, how could you openly support an organization that hates America, hates Americans, and you an American organization, and you hate Americans too? Yeah, well, how out of touch do they have to be, Pastor, to think this is good marketing? Because that's what it is. It's, it's marketing the product. It's about money. It's about money and moving this country into the new world order. This this is a spiritual war. I want people to know that now. This is a war between good and evil. And Satan right now, who has gotten into the Democrat, the Liberal Party, he has gotten into all these folks like Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton. They don't love America. And I don't know how anybody that voted for Joe Biden can look at our country compared to what President Trump did compared to what we see now. It's night and day. Mm-hmm. This country, we are living in terror right now. We got all the illegal aliens here in Chicago and every major city. We don't know who is who. They've already started destroying the black community. So guess what? This country is next. This was all a ploy. It was all a plan. And the Liberal Party with the Joe Biden administration all set this up so that they could destroy this country and take over with the new world order and make American people slaves. We're talking to David L. Lowry. He's a co-pastor of Chicago's Fernwood Community Outreach Church and also a member of uh, Project 21 Black Leadership Network. Um, So this has gotten a lot of media attention, obviously. Um, Does this create the illusion that most people, most black people, because I'm talking about the, when the media covers it the way it has, they have, and um, and it gets the kind of coverage it gets. Th- does it create the illusion that most black people are okay with slaughtering babies? We are not. I know, but is that is this is that the impression that is created when uh, most of the media still holds Black Lives Matter up as this wonderful organization? And and that organization is the media, I think, would like to claim that Black Lives Matter actually represents most black people. Let me tell you this. Black Lives Matter does not represent the black community. There's hardly anybody I know of now that they see black lives, black lives matter that operate with them. They're a totally terrorist organization. Black folks now understand. We understood it when George Floyd, when they tore up the cities, burnt down police stations and all like that, and nobody went to jail. That's because the liberals funded them. The Barack Obamas, the Hillary Clinton, they funded Black Lives Matter. They recommended that different companies give them tons and tons of money. And to the American people and patriots, look what happened to us. We got a terrorist group in here begging for money. We feeding them. They saying, oh, we, we represent black people. Black Lives Matter does not represent black people nowhere. They represent homosexuals, queers, transgenders, and all the rest of that abomination lifestyle that they produce in right now. So they don't represent the black community is up in arms about this, just like the white community is. All of us should be. But I must say this. 
if the Biden administration was real about protecting black people, they would already have raided Black Lives Matter's office here in Chicago. They should be raided across the country. They should be put on a terrorist list because they're supporting a terrorist state that are already killing Americans. So how can we call them an organization that love black people when they don't do nothing for black people, but their only mission is to push the, the homosexual attitude out here to make money and to sell this country out what they've done. We are in trouble, American people and patriots across this country. We need to find out right now who's here, what they're going to do. Because just remember this, if a war ensues, that will be no 2024 election. Mm-hmm. And I can almost guarantee you before that election, something is going to happen on American soil and the American people won't have an election, but we'll have a war be right here in our borders because the liberals and Joe Biden and the Barack Obamas pushed these borders to be open. And now they're open. We got all sorts of soldiers here. Villains later said we sent soldiers and we sent people and criminals in jail. So we wide open. Mm-hmm. I would suggest this to the American people. We need to start getting food, water, whatever ammunition, whatever that we need. Because I can guarantee you this before that election, we're going to be attacked. What does um, we're not ready? Yeah, well, America's going to fall. I think I got a feeling gun sales are going up. If they're not, uh, obviously, right now, I think eventually you'll see that they've gone up. Um, what does Black Lives Matter claim to exist for? And uh, how well has it lived up to its so-called mission? Has it lived up? Has it done any good? It has never done any good. Their mission statement was to destroy cisgender people, that means men and women, mm-hmm. and to promote homosexuality. That's what this was all about. That's what Barack Obama was all about. His mission was to get the law passed. Joe's mission is to bring it out to us and force it down our throats, attack our children in the schools. Each one of them had a plan, and they are following that plan. That's just like the, the illegals here. They opened the border so all the terrorists could come in now. So we set up. And while we were walking around talking about Black Lives Matter, black people weren't doing that. Black people were saying they're not doing enough for us, and they haven't. So it was all a facade. It was all a joke. They used black people. This country gave them billions of dollars, and now they're taking the money. They've probably got the Hamas terrorists now running around Chicago, showing them where all the vulnerable stuff we is in every major city. While we're worried about the aliens, they're taking terrorists around, getting them prepared to attack our country. The American people should be up in arms. We should be going after Black Lives Matter. We should be shutting them down. They're a terrorist group. They should be on the terrorist watch list. And we should be grabbing them, putting them in prison. And I guarantee you, they're tied into Hamas and all the rest of the terrorist groups right now. They showed their hand, American people. What we need to do is we need to clean them up, get them out of this country. Because they're going to be the ones that lead these terrorists to our grids. They're going to be the ones that lead the terrorists to the soft spots that they can get us in. Hey, they hey, showed their hand, people. Uh, Pastor, I'm out of time. I appreciate you coming on and giving the other side to the Black Lives Matter BS that's been out there. I appreciate it. Hey, God bless you, man. God bless America to the American people. We have to stand in unison. I don't care what color. If you're an American, we need to be together now. Because if we don't come together and fight the terrorists off, our country is going to fall. 
Thank you. Bottom line. Thank you, Pastor. Bless you. Thank you, John. Okay, that's David L. Lowry of Project Twenty One Black Leadership Network. I'll be right back. Riley Gaines made a name for herself as one of the most successful female swimmers in NCAA history. But since there, she's become known, uh, lately anyway, as the most visible female athlete probably in the country, standing up to transgender stupidity in sports. And she joins us now. Riley, thanks for coming on the show. Well, it is so good to be on. Thank you so much for having me. So uh, you're someone I've wanted to have on for a long time. Uh, and when I tell you about something that I wrote in a column uh, a few years ago, you'll know why I've always admired you and wanted to have you on here to talk about this stuff. But uh, let's start with what happened when you were scheduled to speak at Penn State on Tuesday. There was some controversy around that. <laughs> there was. Um, I had declared this day as real Women's Day, okay, because it's October 10th. It's the 10th month of the or the 10th day of the 10th month, which in Roman numerals is XX, which is, of course, the female chromosomes. And I, I had done this after seeing during Women's History Month, where in places we were supposed to be honoring trailblazing women, we were honoring men. Um, and so the idea of Real Women's Day was to um, take back our language, take back um, opportunities that were meant to be solely for women. And so I was set to speak on Penn State's campus this day. Um, the Basically, the university canceled initially, said that we didn't meet the deadline is what they said. They said it had to be done by 30 days. It was done by 34 days. But in those four days, wiggle room time refused to move, uh, refused to meet with the Turning Point students um, so then I went to a local Hyatt close to campus hotel, got a room secured. Then they said, oh, who's the speaker? Oh, it's Riley Gaines. Oh, suddenly we have staffing issues and we can't do this anymore. Here's your deposit back. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. You, the hotel canceled you or tried to? The hotel did, yes. So then that's when we went back to the university, um, scheduled a room, put the deposit down, same thing. Who's the speaker? Oh, it's Riley Gaines. Oh, suddenly we have competing events. And because of risk management, uh, we cannot allow her on campus. Um, so I decided to go with a bullhorn um, and speak on their hub lawn, um, which was just as effective. I was mm -hmm. able to demonstrate freedom of speech, which is, is certainly something they were trying to restrict, which seems to be the trend from, from universities and institutions around the country. Mm -hmm. Well, Well, Penn State's president says you weren't canceled. That's, I think I, I've really actually had a tough time figuring out what the controversy was about, but it's, it's my understanding that she's out there saying that you were not canceled. She certainly is. Um, I read her statement, and all I have to say is I have the receipts. Um, <laughs> I posted one of them to my Twitter of the event confirmation at the Alumni Hall on Penn State University, uh, to which ultimately they came back and said, no, <laughs> you can't speak here anymore. Uh, so it certainly was canceled. Okay, before I started doing the show, Riley, um, I was a TV sportscaster, and a, I wrote a column here for 30 years on sports. Uh, here's what I wrote in a column on March 3rd, 2019, that's four and a half years ago, about the two boys who won uh, the state track championships up in Connecticut. I'm sure you're familiar with what happened up there. Absolutely. So here's what I wrote. Here's what Sewell, and that's one of the girls, uh, the name of one of the girls who spoke out. Here's what Sewell should do. Walk away. Let the officials know that if they see two trans women line up on the starting line, the race will include only those two. Um, that's four years ago. Um, that's still not happening enough, in, in my opinion, but is that idea starting to catch on? 
I, most certainly. Um, I hadn't heard about, you know, I was young at the time when all the the things in Connecticut were going on and, and um, prior to the Leah Thomas situation. The Leah Thomas situation, of course, it was the first time I was impacted by this, but it was really the first time I became aware that this was even a problem. I didn't know this had really gone on before. Um, and so I think with it being so new to me at the time um, and, and fresh and different things, I wasn't willing to step down. But now that is certainly what we need. As we see it continue, uh, we see more and more girls daily lose out on opportunities and safety in their sports and, and privacy in areas of undressing. We need people to boycott. Um, and speaking of Selena Soul, who's the, the girl you're referring to, she went out on Real Women's Day and spoke at a college as well. Um, she was um, brought through the Riley Gaines Center, which is pretty cool. And so mm-hmm. it was awesome to kind of link arms with her on Real Women's Day, both be speaking on college campuses about preserving women's sports and preserving truth. But you're exactly right. Uh, it's going to take a boycott um, legislation. I, of course, that's a way ultimately to curb these issues, but boycotts are much more effective and much more immediate in terms of um, results. So what goes through your mind when you see, and I, I think there was just a cycling race where I saw this uh, just in the last week or so, uh, what goes through your mind when you see women who finished second and third standing at the podium smiling as a man is awarded a trophy for the race that one of them would have won if he hadn't been allowed to race? Well, what they're smiling at and what they're applauding is their own erasure, which is what, yeah, again, yeah. when I when we were faced with, faced with this at the 2022 NCAA championships where we had Leah Thomas, Will Thomas, winning national titles and breaking records and all the things, we did the same thing. We stood and we smiled and we, we clapped. We smiled as we stepped aside. I mean, it was crazy what was going on. And if I think back to it, me, myself, I just had this, I was manipulated into having a skewed perception of what respect is. Um, mm-hmm. They told us we had to be respectful. You had to use the pronouns. You know, you could hold the view that you didn't necessarily think the competition was fair, but you couldn't really show it or else that would just mean you're transphobic. Um, but that's, that's not what respect is. Um, that's actually the exact opposite of respect because it's not compassionate or inclusive or kind or any of the virtuous words they love to use to lie to someone. Um, that's, that's what's hateful. Um, and so I, I think people just have a, because of external pressures and internal pressures put on ourselves. Um, I think people are terrified to, to say how they truly feel. Yeah, let me. Uh, this is something I've, and I, you're not the first person who's um, in, who's been speaking out against this that I've had on the show. You're the most visible of all of them. But this is, I'll say to you what I say to all of them. Uh, as someone who played sports and who uh, uh, has been dealing in sports all my life, this would not happen with men. Uh, if I, if a man is is um, coaching a 12 and under baseball team. And the opposition shows up with a 16-year-old pitcher. He's not playing. He's taking his team off the field. He said, "This is stupid. We're not doing this. This is ridiculous." And so, I it's it's it kind of bothers me. It's, it disappoints me that women are have been putting up with this for so long because it and it's such an obvious thing in sports that in order to have a good competition, you have to have people of close to equal um, potential ability 
competing against each other. This would never happen if uh, um, a Class A high school team would not schedule a, a, a Quad A team in a, in a game because it wouldn't. It would be stupid. So it's just, it surprises me. Not and this extends beyond that. I mean, even look at where men felt threatened in regards to the whole Bud Light thing. They immediately stopped funding Bud Light when they see them dress this person up as Audrey yep. Hepburn yep. And, and drink a Bud Light. Of course, um, even in regards to the language that we use, it's women who are being referred to as birthing people and egg producers mm-hmm. and cervix havers, uterus owners. Yeah. I, I dare Mr. Rachel Levine, who's the one who's calling us egg producers, I dare him to call men sperm producers mm-hmm. and see how well that works out for men. <laughs> men would be in arms about yeah. it, up in arms, and yeah. as they should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it's women who are sitting idly by and allowing this to happen to ourselves. It's 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 the patriarchy, right? Like the feminists used to always say. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's those same feminists who are now advocating for this. Uh, we're talking to Riley Gaines. Uh, Riley, where can people find you? Uh, what website would be a good place for them to go to f- help you out and f- see what you're doing out there? You can check it out. Check me and my, my work out at RileyGainsCenter.org. Um, you can also look at IWF.org. They have some awesome resources and, and things that they've done. In the um, and my Independent is, Women's Forum, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, and then my Twitter is Riley underscore Gaines underscore, where I try and post um, breaking stories and different things. Okay. Uh, and so I'm just how, – how quickly do you think this stupidity would end if girls beginning in high school and their coaches, by the way – and the parents of the girls just refuse to compete against, and to me this is important, with boys. See, because I, I, so much focus is on uh, women like you who had, to, who had to put up with competing against men. Uh, I, it, it, I think it even starts with women. If you're, if you're on a girls' swimming team in high school and a boy shows up, you go to the coach and you say, uh, I talked to the rest of the girls. He swims, we don't. We're done. We're out of here. The, the, the problem is solved, isn't it? It would be immediate. Um, yeah. The problem would be solved. Um, that being said, as much as girls can boycott, um, we need men's teams to boycott, too. We need parents to defend their daughters. We need coaches to stand up to the lunacy. Um, otherwise, they're not doing their job. These coaches are in place to protect, of course, teach these girls, um, but they're, they're in place to protect these girls. And they're failing miserably when they allow their athletes to compete with men and they don't side with them and they don't side with their, um, their opportunities and their fairness and privacy and safety and all those different things. So there's a lot of fingers to be pointed here. Of course, girls should boycott, um, but, but it shouldn't left, be left entirely on the shoulder of young girls. We need men. We need parents. We need, um, we need everyone to, to really step up and say this is utter lunacy. Yeah, uh, fathers, I think, have, have been absent on this, too. Uh, it's a good point. Uh, the, you know, I'm sure you know the story of, of the sorority out in um, is it Wyoming where they allowed a six foot two, 250-pound man to, to join the sorority, and some, some of the uh, sisters protested and uh, lost. Um, whose father lets their daughter be in a sorority where there's a six foot two, two hundred and fifty pound man watching them as they come out of the shower in the morning. Well, I can tell you what my dad's response <laughs> yeah, would be. Yeah. yeah, well, that's the <laughs> thing, was- Riley. Excuse me, but that uh, I've said it here many times. Uh, I'm an old guy, 
Um, and if I just try to think back to this, I try to think back to one of my friends finding out that there was a guy in the uh, swimming, the girls' swimmers, uh, swimming locker room, watching his sister or getting undressed in front of his sister. He would pay this guy a visit. I don't care what he looked like or how long his hair was. And he'd say, you just did that for the last time. You're not going to want to do that anymore because you and I are going to meet, you know, outside in the parking lot. And a, or a father would have come in or a, a, either a, a brother, a boyfriend, some male would have come in and said, this isn't happening anymore. Not, I don't know. We're I guess far, you're not allowed to be that violent in 2023. We're far past those times, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, we need to... I mean, I think there needs to be that same kind of altruistic sense from parents, from siblings, from, I mean, even friends. I'm the kind of friend who will defend defend the people I love um, relentlessly. And, and we're, just, we're just all turning into pundits and sellouts. Um, we see that a lot among the Democratic Party who are voting for this, even though they have young daughters. Yep. Um, I watched a video from a Democrat... From representative from state representative from Wisconsin today. His name is Dave Considine, and he is in this. It's it's um, of course in a state legislature environment, mm-hmm. and he says some parents are concerned that their daughter might miss out on a scholarship. And to me, that sounds like selfishness. And of course, he's referring to <laughs> losing a scholarship if a male takes it yeah. from these girls. Right, right. Calling girls selfish <laughs> for wanting to even play at the collegiate level. I mean, it's the ultimate form of mansplaining. And, and yes, and the, and the thing about this, too, is that what we're doing here is accommodating 0.04% of the population, expecting the whole world to be turned upside down because there are, what, two transgender kids in a high school with a 1,000 kids in it. Right. Um, even FINA, which is the International Governing Body of Swimming, uh, they saw all this happen with the Leah Thomas debacle, and they, 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 I actually kind of applaud their efforts. They prioritized fairness, and they decided to create a third category, which I have my own views on why that would never work anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but they took the appropriate steps, created a third category, and in this third category, um, just last week at the World Cup in Berlin, there was no one well, who competed in it. Yeah. There wasn't a single entry. Right. You know um, why? So that just... Because there's that only goes four, to your point of, yeah, of there's yeah. not enough people to play, and if there's not right. enough people to play, there's surely not enough people to watch this division. And that's the other thing. Yeah, a good point. But but point oh four percent of the population, it's uh, it's like it's like having a competition for people with three ears. You're just not going to have that many people. You're not going to have a big pool of athletes to choose from. It's what a stupid world we're living in right now. Um, so we see a lot of negative reaction to your visits to college like you had at Penn State. Is that because of that's, that's what the media focuses on, or is there still a lot of opposition to your message? Um, and and is, that, is, it, is it fairly portrayed, I guess is what I'm asking, in the media? Of course there are some people who are um, relentless in their attacks and in their chanting and different things who are, who are lost causes, right? Those people, they're not willing to listen. They're not willing to have a conversation. They're lost causes. And, and there's certainly going to be those, but the support that I receive is tenfold anything negative. Um, and, and I don't think that's adequately portrayed. No. Um, there is yeah. so much support out there, um, which it keeps me grounded. It keeps me moving forward and it keeps me, 
passionate about the message and, and why I'm doing what I'm doing. So um, there's a lot more support than there is anything negative. And there's a lot more people, even among the, even among the Democrat Party, um, among liberals who um, are willing to listen and who have their hearts changed and their eyes really opened. Well, let me tell you, I'm out of time, Riley. I just want to tell you, um, you're 23 years old. Uh, you're an amazing um, uh, spokesperson for the, your cause, uh, amazingly articulate, and uh, uh, one of my heroes out there. Uh, you're just, I just love what you're doing, and uh, your parents, they should be, I'm sure they were proud of you anyway, uh, as, a, you know, as, a, as a world-class swimmer and, and all the things you accomplished as an athlete. But what you're doing now is spectacular, and uh, I, I'm sure you're, we haven't seen uh, the last of you out there, even even if this cause goes away. So I appreciate you coming on the show. I really do. Well, thank you very much, and I'll um, we'll have to talk again soon. I hope so, and I'll, be, I'll I have my eye on you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay, that's Riley Gaines, and we will be right back. Well, I'm glad I finally got Riley Gaines on the show. I've been I've been trying to get her for a while. Uh, she's very much in demand, and if you were listening, I, I'm guessing you can see why. This is a 23 year. I want to. I hate to say kid, but she's 23 years old, um, and she's been out there at least for a year or two. I'm, I'm I'm thinking she was like 21 years old when she started doing this. Uh, when I was 23 years old, uh, you know, I had trouble finding my car keys. You know, it's uh, this is twenty-three-year-old person to, to be as gutsy. There's another word I could use, but I don't think I'm allowed to use it on the radio. But it's something that females aren't supposed to have. She's got them, okay, and uh, and she gets in the faces of these moronic people. You got people like Keith Olbermann calling her stupid and a failure, and 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 she had to come back and say, Keith. I have NCAA swimming records. I, I, I don't think I was a failure as a swimmer. And you have other liberals and, and other people in the sports media who uh, who think that she could actually even for a second disagree with what she anything she just said on this show in the last fifteen minutes. And it's really a shame that here's the thing: I don't. I never watch local news because I think it stinks to high heaven. And I still like a lot of the people working in it, and I know many of them are embarrassed by how bad it stinks. And that includes the people working covering sports. Uh, how do you not go to Penn State and talk to, to Riley Gaines when she showed up there? If you're a Pittsburgh, you're in Pittsburgh media, uh, or if you have a Pittsburgh talk show, uh, if you're on the, the, the All Sports Station, I don't know if she's ever been on there. How is she not on there? How could she not be on there to talk about this? It's because they're gutless. Well, it's a combination of being gutless and stupid, and I'm not, I don't think it's 50-50. I'd have to think about whether it's, it's probably 70-30, but I don't know which one is the 70 and which one is the 30. But just, just how can you not be impressed by this woman and want her to get as much attention as possible? She got it here. I'm glad she did. I'll talk to you tomorrow. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.